0: What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, Rock 25. Oh, man. You already know what it is. UFC last night. Um, some of you know I was like, uh, that I talked to internally, that I was uh, heavily on the fence on getting the UFC. Uh, I ended up biting the bullet, you know, been on a few matches. I didn't win any of, any of my bets. Kind of disappointed with didn't win any of my bets. Uh, but, uh, yeah, fun night in sports last night. You know, you know we had uh, Duke, North Carolina. uh Duke lost his, uh, lost his last game, out uh, home game with Coach K. Uh, yeah, he was gangsta at the end. I don't know you guys saw that speech at the end. He was like, yo, um, you know, this game today was unacceptable. The season hasn't been unacceptable, uh, but the season has been unac- – I mean, this game has been unacceptable. Um, don't worry, we're going to fix it or we're going to hold it down. So I, I kind of like what he said at the end. Um, He said this is an impromptu – you know, he didn't mean to – he just, he just felt he had some things to say to the crowd. And that was pretty cool of him. Um, um, yeah, the Lakers Warriors last night. Um, the Lakers pulled it out. LeBron's literally carrying his team on his back. And if they make a run with no Anthony Davis, LeBron's going to make a late push for MVP. Now, I'm not saying he's got to score 50 points every night. But goodness, he's going to have to score probably 35-plus with this team, um, at least, you know, um, so I'm not saying this is going to be the start of something, start of a run uh, with the Lakers. Let's not go that far. Um, but, you know, LeBron's literally going to have to carry this team. You know, um, the problem still exists. Russell Wessels, you know, um, you still can't shoot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, um, I love me some Malik Monk, but he's not that dude, He, he, he you know, he's not, um, you know, it, you know, it, it, I mean, it's gotta be, Carmelo, it is what it is with Carmelo, Carmelo played some great defense last night, um, he played some lockdown defense, and remember, look, Carmelo's never been known as a defender, I have always thought he could defend, he just didn't defend, um, you know, um, you know, you look at the rest of the guys, you know, Austin Reeves, that's not, he's not scaring anybody. You know, Avery Bradley's not scaring anybody. You know, you know, uh, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker's not scaring nobody. I mean, he's nice with it. He can go off at times. You don't know what you're going to get. So LeBron's is at the default. LeBron's going to have to literally carry this team. Uh, Frank Vogel's got to manipulate the lineup like he did when they won the chip. Um, And he's and but he hasn't made it work all year, you know. Um, granted, injuries and you know, them buying guys out, bringing guys in that hasn't helped either. Um, Lakers still got some work to do. Um, like I said, it's going to be interesting going forward, but yeah, um, props. I said that was a fun game, you know. I was toggling back and forth with uh, UFC and the uh, the and uh. Uh, that game last night. Uh, but, you know, we, like I said, we do, we do got to talk about UFC last night. Um, Masvidal got exposed last night. Um, you know, he, you know, he, he, we all know he fought Usman on, you know, short notice. Um, you know, and Usman, you know, just put him in the clinch the whole time. It wasn't an exciting fight that first fight. We all know that first fight wasn't exciting. Usman just had him in the clinch the whole time, and Masvidal didn't have an answer for that. Second fight, Usman knocked him out. Right as we know, one of the, one, you know, it's, you know, it's going to be one of the fifty greatest knockouts in UFC history. You know, obviously Masvidal knocked up Ben Askren in five seconds. You know, you could put that in your top ten if you want. All right. Now with the with uh, Kobe Covington, this is the fight game ladies and gentlemen, listen, right, and and this is Masvidal's problem, right, you know, he's game, bread, street, Jesus, all all that fun stuff, right, always comes ready to fight, that's great, but listen, when it comes to fighting, (laughs) right, because his cardio wasn't there, because he rocked Kobe Covington, and I thought, and then I was like, "Uh uh-oh, Right. But Masvidal didn't have the cardio and Colby Covington is always known as a cardio conditioning freak. And that's what won the fight for Colby Covington. Um, Masvidal didn't have the cardio. And I listen, if you don't have great cardio, you have to have you have to be great at something. You either have to be great at grappling. Right. You know, um, you have to have extreme knockout power. You know, or your submission game has got to be great. Masvidal is not great at any of those things. He's not great at any of those things. And that was his problem last night. Now, is this the end of Masvidal? You know, maybe it depends on who he fights. You know, um, you know do, I mean, is he ready? For, you know, I don't think he could beat Kazma Kazma's fighting Burns. And you know the winner of the Kazmite... Gilbert Burns fight is gonna fight, um, uh, is gonna fight Kamara Usman. You know, UFC really wants Kazmat to win that fight to give Usman a challenge, right? We know that. Um, other than that, who's Masvidal beating? Can't be beat Kobe Covington. <coughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know that's not gonna happen. Um, I don't think he can beat Kazmat. Kazmat gets him on the ground. It's a wrap, right? I don't think he beats uh, Gilbert Burns. You know, Gilbert Burns can either knock you out or he can submit you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and those are these three guys alone that you that we all know as fans, Jorge Masvidal can't beat. So who, where does Masvidal go from here? What is, I mean, he's still a great draw, you know you know, maybe put him against a Leon Edwards, I don't know, but I don't think he beats Leon Edwards, you know, because Leon Ed- Edwards is uh, is technical, you know, um, because there's levels to this, we know Masvidal's knocked some people out before, but he's not a knockout artist, that's that's the point I'm trying to make, he's not like a Junior Dos, you know, Santos, you know, what I'm saying? he's not, you know, he's not at that, you know, level, you know, he's, you know, I and mean, he's not a submission specialist you know uh like i said he's you know he's not like a Khabib, he's not like a kazmat you know the you know he's not at that level you, you know um so i don't know i mean it wasn't entertaining not it, re- it really wasn't an entertaining fight because masvidal you know isn't that skilled uh compared to kobe Covington, now it was entertaining at the end cuz joe R- Rogan. Uh, uh, made a bet. I uh, forgot who who he made the bet. I think he made a bet with Michael Bisping. They're, they're gonna hug after it. Bet twenty bucks. Um, listen, if that fight lasted thirty more seconds, I that fight would have been stopped on stoppage. Uh, because uh, Covington had him on the had him on that mount. It was like draining, raining punches on him for like two seconds, and Masvidal ended up kicking him off. Um, so yeah, oh yeah, there were yeah, the, and the and the uh security had to come in. Oh yeah, there was no lo- uh love lost uh in between last night. Um but um like I said, he, like I said he got exposed uh, for uh uh for what it was um last night. Now, uh, we had an RDA, Rafael Dos Santos. Uh this last night. Uh, listen, Connor was game. He's tough, but sometimes you got to like prevent a fighter you know from fighting, so it lasted all five rounds. Marcano kind of got stronger at the end. Uh, RDA took the took the gas pedal off. <clears throat> it's a fight. Someone's punching you in the face. I'm not a full belief. I know it's a sport, but at the same time, someone is punching and kicking you in the face. It's not like basketball that you're running up the score, or baseball running up the score. It's like you know what? Let's let's tone it back. We're up ten to two. It's the seventh inning right we don't need to score four more runs or you know what i'm saying we're up 50 to 30 with 4 minutes left to you know or basketball we're up like 100 to 80 with 3 minutes left to go in this game i could probably take my starters out right fighting you're getting punched in the face a one punch or one kick you know what I'm saying can change everything um moy Connor was rocking rda at the end of that fight um at the same time though um, but, you know, RDA was clearly winning all, all those rounds. Um, you know, yeah, you know, it was a catch. Obviously, it was a catchweight fight. I mean, RDA is a beast. Um, I love watching him. I mean, he was just so, you know, man, he he just doesn't quit. I mean, his conditioning is through the roof. Um, you know, um, so I mean, it was definitely an entertaining fight, uh, uh to say the least. Um. Uh, Bryce Mitchell and uh, Edison Barboza last night. Uh, listen, you, you look at Bryce Thug Nasty, and you don't think much of him physically because Barboza old. You know, older, he he still is in incredible shape. He looked old, even though he's he looks incredible. You know, he looked like a a, a men's physique competitor. Uh, the way his body looked, he looked old fighting last night. He, um, those muscles were deceptive. Uh, it would they were deceptive. You know, and all the wars that he was in, remember, you know, you fight all of them say, Oh, you know, he's fought this person, that person. It, 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 listen, Price came ready to go. He put on a grappling display. If you don't know what grappling is, just watch uh Thug Nasty versus Edison Barboza and you'll know what I'm uh and you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh went all three rounds. Um very entertaining fight. Um uh to save the least, but like I say, you look at you know he's you know he's got the camo shorts. He's repping Arkansas hard. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he was it was funny to watch. He has got that southern draw. I mean, he's definitely entertaining to watch. I hope UFC puts him on uh, again, um, and then and then you know, we can uh, definitely watch him again. Uh, then that listen, uh, Kevin Holland, who usually fights at one eighty five, dropped to one seventy. Uh, felt like. Uh, he, felt like the most, he felt like a more powerful fighter and uh, uh, knocking out Oliveira last night. Um, he's also nicknamed uh, Cowboy, which is funny. Alex Oliveira's nickname is Cowboy. And uh, the funny thing about that is Donald Cerrone was in the crowd and he tried to call. He's like, well, you know, if I got to take out another Cowboy. I, listen, I know, I know Donald Cerrone's got another fight coming up. Um, but listen, I, I don't want to see Kevin Holland. Uh, yeah. I don't want to see Kevin Holland versus, you know, Donald Cerrone. You know, he's at 170. You know, I'd like to see him uh, against Nate Diaz. I think that would be um, an entertaining fight. There's more fights for Kevin Holland at 170 that I would like to see. You know, put him against Kazmat. Put him against uh, Gilbert Burns. If he's going to stick around at 170, those are the fights um, that I would, that I would like to see, or if he wants to be game, fight Marvin, uh, at 185, you know, and the, you know, and then try to challenge Izzy for the belt, that would be entertaining, or fight Robert Whitaker, there's more better fights for Kevin Holland to fight than Donald Cerrone, I mean, if he's just want to take out another cowboy for namesake, I think that's stupid, I think if he's gonna, you know, stay at 170, I'd like to see him step his competition up, and um definitely take it for there. Um and then we got uh the last fight that was on the card. I mean not the very it was the, the you know the very first fight that was on the card. But uh, uh it was the Kevin Hardy fight. Um uh last night. I'm sorry, not Greg Kevin Hardy, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh Greg Hardy. Um listen, yo, if he, you know, we don't know NFL Pro Bowl 2013. We we know the stats. At the same time though, listen, <sighs> Yeah, Michael Bisping said a best lesson, it's learning on the job. hes We all know he's an elite athlete, but he's extremely limited in his skills. He's got no cardio at all. He comes in out of shape. Apparently he lost like 30 pounds in one week. He came in at like 295 during fight week and he had to come in at 265 just for to make the fight so obviously you know a lot of steam room uh you know on the bike hooded up sweat you know with with the with the the, uh plastic not that with the garbage bags on (laughs) you know it was very extent i you know he came in you know he made the weight the 265 limit but at the same time though what are you doing if, you know, um, you know, he's a big guy, we all know that he's like, you know, he's like 6'5", but if he's coming in at 295 a fight week, I question what is he doing, um, it's not helping him being that big, um, he might have to, you know, drop down to, you know, the 280, even though those, I mean, those are extreme weight cuts, you'd always get worried about those, we all know these guys do it, it's not a secret, you know, um, you know, you know, you're fighting at 205, but you're walking around at 225. Listen, we know we're not stupid, okay? You know, if you've been you know, if you know anything about the fight game, we all know how it works, okay? Drink some water, eat a meal, then you balloon back up to 220. You're 220 on, you know, at the at the when, uh, on Saturday night, but Friday, but Friday at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You know that's when you're two oh five and so on. So I would, you know, Greg Hardy. I would, you know, I think it's time for him to question things. Like, okay, how serious do I want this to be? You know, am I just playing off my NFL name? Now he's seven and five, and it's just like, you know, he's been knocked out twice. Well, not uh uh yeah, he's been knocked out twice you know what I'm saying in the last two fights i think it's time to go back to the drawing board let, you know get your nutrition he's a he's a freak athlete we already know that you know and i'm not saying he's got to be a sculpted adonis we're not i'm not saying that at all you know what i'm saying um but if your cardio isn't right right we all know you got your and your you're athletic that's fine that you're athletic but at least have your cardio game and have some skills that go with it, you know. Um, that I mean, that was just you know, you know, my biggest you know uh, issue with them. He had Rashad Evans with them, and I'm like, okay, maybe this might, you know, like Rashad, what were you doing as a trainer? Because we didn't see any skills at all. Um, you know, we saw some haymakers, and you know, and that was it, you know. So that's that's my biggest thing is skills, uh, especially in the fight game. Um, you, you know you, de- you definitely got you definitely gotta have you definitely gotta have some skills, you know. And that, and that was and that was my biggest issue uh, last night with the UFC. Um, we gotta talk about baseball. Oh, you know we gotta talk about baseball. Listen, you Everybody knows I've been on the side of the. The players' baseball is already can initially Baseball is already canceled. The first two series. There's a rumor. I don't know if some of you guys heard this. Some of you guys didn't heard this. That there was a deal was about to be done on Wednesday, but apparently uh, Scott Boris uh, stopped it. In the sense of it still wasn't in the best interest of the players. I don't know what Scott Boris didn't like. But apparently that is the rumor, whether or not that is sh- true. I can't say, um, I'm just telling you, you know, you know, what I've heard other reports that I don't have any inside information and I don't know anything. I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know anybody like that, uh, in the industry. I mean, it would be cool if I did, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but the point is, um, you know, that's what happened now. Apparently, Major League Baseball and the Players uh, Association they can't agree on what to do with the with the playoffs thing. Now, as you know, minor league baseball they're not on strike. It's the Major League Baseball players that are on strike. So Major League, so so you know, so you know, minor league baseball you can still go um, to games. They're not canceling, um, but. Major League Baseball, you're you, not going to see the Major League Baseball, okay, so apparently the players rejected the idea of a 14-game uh, playoff system, Korean Baseball, they do like a ghost win when they expanded the 14 games, so the uh, the first two teams with the best record, they get like, they're already up one nothing. And the best are either five or beasts of seven. So that's how it works with them. And the majorly, and then the players associated said that's the only way we would agree to a 14-team playoff if we do have a ghost win. Um they're fine. No, excuse me. Fine with the 12 game um playoff system. Uh, you know, they want to keep that intact. they would keep that intact, but if they're gonna expand the 14 games, you want a ghost win situation. Whether or not that, that that would work or not. I mean, it would be it would be weird for fans to see, knowing that a team's already up what nothing. Um, but at the same time, I think it could be interesting. uh um, majorly the players didn't like the whole picking the opponent. Um, I understand listen, this, this everybody knows my problem with Rob Manfred, right? I do admit though this is an interesting concept, but it really hasn't done anything to like make the game better. I know he's try. He's had a hard on to try to. Oh, we need to. Uh, you know, slower the time. Or you know, uh, you know, we're trying to make the game shorter. And he thinks that's the problem. That's not the problem with baseball. You know, make the game saying the games are too long. That's not. That's never been the problem with baseball. Pro- only one problem is with baseball is you don't promote your stars that's the number one problem with baseball one two your innovations are like okay you want to have let's think about what what adam silver's done now adam silver with the nba right playing tournament he still wants to do an in-season tournament like a soccer thing i don't know how that's gonna work maybe i don't know you already give these players rest time and um after the all-star break i mean they play like three games on one week after the all-star uh game so i don't know how you're gonna do a tournament that's gonna ruffle some feathers when you're gonna do it and then what does it count towards and blah 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 i do them at the play-in tournament thing last year was kind of exciting uh to watch and see and the ratings showed that it was exciting I think you had what, sixteen million people last year watched the LA Lakers Golden State Warriors game. So obviously the fans liked it, okay, because they watched the game. You, you know <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. So I think uh, um, Adam Servers also tweaked the All-Star game. He's probably gonna do some more tweaking with the slam dunk competition. I think you just need better dunkers in the slam dunk competition. That's how you fix it. You get real athletic dudes, you know. But anyway, right, you know, um, or sorry said on Twitter, uh, who I should have next year. You got Jalen Green again. Don't worry. You look up Jalen Green, slam the competition, you know the brothers the truth. You know. Um, you know, got, got like I said, got Jalen Green, get Cassius Stanley, uh, in there, Jalen Suggs, open topin, you know, boom, they're just slam the competition. You got John Morant. So let's see what John Morant can do. Let's see how creative it is. He can jump out the gym. He's gotta he's gotta be creative. You know, that, that, those are the five guys I would have in a slam dunk competition, and we take it from there. All right. But think about that, you know those are the things that Adam Silver has done to help improve the game. Now I look at Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell's done a lot of game, a lot of things. Now he's uh you know we ended the uh, he's under the DirecTV regime. Now others uh cable networks have a chance to uh do an NFL uh Sunday Ticket, Thursday Night Football. I know it seems hypocritical with the player safety, but everybody's still watching the uh, the Thursday Night Football. You know he's you know he changed the uh, the Pro Bowl. He made it in between uh, the Super Bowl and then the highlight is the, and then the highlight is the Super Bowl. You know at the end he's also changed the Super Bowl to different locations, so it's not just in you know fair you know and it used to just be in dome and you know warm weather climates over the past you know thirty years. You know we've had Super Bowl you know we've had a Super Bowl in New York. You, you know you know what I'm saying like so. You know, anywhere is fair game, which is which should be the case. I mean, half the pretty much half the teams in the NFL play in cold weather environments. So you know, to, you know, to make it just like in fair weather or domes, you know, I thought it was you know, just in domes, you know, totally ridiculous. You know, you know, let's have a Super Bowl in Buffalo, New York. I mean, yeah, let's have some fun. You know, in the uh, you know early February. But these are the things that Adam Silver, the Adam Silver and Roger Goodell have done. Was Rob Manfred done right? Pitch count and robotic umpires. That's it. He hasn't done anything else to help improve the sport. We know he did the one-game playoff thing. But you know what, though? He only did that because everybody got excited over um, uh, a crazy season where he had like four or five teams that could have tied. And that was the only reason why he did that. Uh, They're trying to play off that momentum. Oh, no, everybody likes this. Everybody's talking about baseball. Let's do a one-game playoff Thing you know, we weren't sort of the winner of the division, blah blah blah, this and that. Listen, that that's it. That's it, Rob Manfred. That's all you did. So I mean, so like I said, I've never been the biggest uh, Rob Manfred fan. The other promoted stars at all. You guys heard me say. It? I'm gonna say it again. You got Mike Trout in L.A. What's he doing for Mike Trout? Nothing. You got Jacob Degrom in New York. You got all these big stars who are awesome in big markets, and you don't try to promote them. At all, you know. what I'm saying we know Bryce Harper would do the, like the T-Mobile ads and this and that from H League Baseball, but he pretty much stopped him doing that, you know. And he was doing it with the Washington Nationals. Now he's in Philadelphia. If you make almost an, uh, make an argument, a bigger market than Washington DC, right? And you and you still don't do uh, anything for him. Get the young up and coming stars like the uh, you know the Fernando Tatises you know what i'm saying you know you you know you don't do anything for them. vlagu uh guerrero uh uh junior you know you you don't do uh you know you don't do anything for him so this just this is a lot of things that rob manfred doesn't do at all and got you know what i'm saying francisco lindor in new york you know you know what i'm saying you know his you know smoke a light up you know you know every household in the country you don't you don't do anything with him <laughs> You know, so it, it's just it, it, it's it's just it's just frustrating, um, Rob Manfred. You know, and how he doesn't do anything. You know, you know, and I just you know I just keep what thing they you no know, Cody Ballinger out in L.A. Get all these guys in big markets when you you don't promote at all. You know what I'm saying? You know, you don't do anything with Mookie Betts, who's in L.A. He didn't do it with him when he was in Boston. You don't do anything with these guys. Don't do anything with them. You know, so that's that's my biggest issue with Rob Manfred. You know, and anybody who was on Rob Manfred's side when he got, when he was trying to get an arbitrator, to try to negotiate the deal, you guys are all clowns, right? Saying no, a- anybody who was on Rob Manfred's side, oh, these players make too much money, blah blah blah, this and that. When you guys are manip- when these owners are manipulating their time, imagine if you go to work, right, and 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 then you know your boss is like. Doesn't want you working on certain days because you'll know that you'll make X amount of dollars on those certain days. So uh, they will either tell you to go home or to manipulate your schedule so you don't have to make, so you can't make X amount of dollars. That's what these major league baseball players do. You would leave that organization or you you would try to fix that organization. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're doing here. You, they manipulate the time with these guys. They keep them in the minor leagues. Way too long to not bring them up, so so they don't have the major league baseball time, so they can try to get the most out of them, um, get the most out of their prime years before they have to pay them big dollars. You know what I'm saying? That's what these players are fighting for, and they're not listen, and they're, and they're not even just doing it for they're not just looking out for themselves. The guys are already have the big checks, they're worried about the up and coming kids who are in their minor league systems grinding. They want to make sure they get their paper too. You know what I'm saying? Because they had to wait long to get their paper, but they're saying it's not right that we had to wait that long just to get our paper. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm on the side of the players because it wasn't fair to what the owners were doing to the major league baseball players. Fucking well, Jacob Degrom they didn't get his bread till he was like 30. And you think about Jacob Degrom, I know it's like, oh, he got like 135 million. That seems like a um a lot. Listen. Uh, Zach Wheeler got like 180 million. And who's the better pitcher, Jacob the deGrom or Zach Wheeler? I know Zach Wheeler balled last year. I, I know. I know. I got some. Uh, uh, I'm so. I'm. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. Philadelphia Philly fans who uh, listen to my podcast. I, I listen. I, I like. You know. Zach Wheeler, the former Met, and I. You know. Listen. He balled last year. I know you, just, you know he just went fourteen and ten. We still had two point seven eight ERA, twenty forty seven. I mean, look, he did a good job, but Jack, you know, but at the same time, though, right? He's not better job with the You know, you know, I am saying, Who's, you know, like I, I, that, that's the point I am trying to make. You know, listen, I work for anybody getting that money. Get your money, but I am just saying though, you manipulated the times to not pay Jacob Degrom. You know, you know, so. You know, they tried to manipulate their time with Peter Alonzo. Now I know I'm being Mets heavy, but we all know, you know, uh the Will Ponds and how much cheap skate owners they are. But that's another discussion, uh, for another time. Because you know, well, Steve Cohen's now the majority owner. You know, R- will ponds are still hanging around. I have no idea why. I wish Cohen would buy them out. So they would completely will you know, will pond free, but I don't think that'll ever happen. Their egos would I don't think it would ever sell their stake. No matter what, I I I don't listen. I don't even think the Will Willpons would sell their stake if Cohen offered them like a billion for their stake. And I still don't think they would like sell their stake. So Cohen would be a hundred percent Owen. I still don't think uh, uh, that would happen. Um, I really don't want to talk about this, but like I sort of have to talk about this. It's all in my news feed. It's all over the news. Britney <laughs> Britney Griner's been detained in Russia. Uh, apparently, she has some vapes, um, some hashish, some oil. She's facing five to ten years. Boo boo. Like, is what's good. Like, I'm sorry for that pause. With right that, I'm trying to think about this. Yo, boo, you had a chance to do all the vaping and smoking back in the U.S. What, you got some Russian shit? How long is that shit gonna last? Like, like a week or two? Maybe two weeks? She didn't have a lot. You just found, like, some pipes, some vapes, some oils, some sheesh, and all this and that. Like, yo, boo-boo, what were you thinking? Now, we all know my stances on mental health. Something is wrong with her. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, 9 out of 10 is BS. Um, but Something is wrong with her. If you think that you had to go... That you are gonna come home from Russia to the U.S. for some oils and hash that you're probably gonna smoke. We probably be done with that shit in probably in less than a week. I don't smoke, so I don't know how long this probably doesn't even last a week. For, wh- what's the point, man? Just just say, oh yeah, I got that Russian hashish. <laughs> I got, I got them Russian oils in my vape right now, boo-boo. I can't talk to you right now over the phone. I, I, I don't get it. Like I said, I don't smoke at all. I've never smoked anything in, in the day of my life. So I don't get the point of what she was trying to do at all. Those oils and vapes, whatever the hell she had... That is not worth five to ten years. You know what I'm saying? She's a two-time Olympic medalist. She's a WNBA champion. She's won a national title in Baylor University. Listen, you know me about hitting them with the stats. But sometimes, listen, at the same time, though, this is going to almost, I mean, it's not the motivation. When you got the stats... Right? I mean, listen, her track record isn't a great... She's also been accused of domestic violence against against her, you know, fiancé, who she immediately married, so they couldn't have to testify against each other in court. Whatever. She doesn't have the greatest track record either, as we know. But when you got the stats, you also have a responsibility. Right? Because I always talk about... You always hear from me about hit them hit with the stats. Yes, you. sometimes you gotta hit a motherfucker with your stats. At the same time, though, right, there's two sides to a coin. When you got the stats, you also have a responsibility, right, to understand you got stats, number one. And number two, not put yourself in a position where your stats get tarnished for no good reason. No good reason. All the good things, all the things she's accomplished... Doesn't mean a thing now, because she's facing five to ten years over what? Over what? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know how long the flight takes from Russia to the United States, but you're going to be home probably in 12 hours. You couldn't wait 12 hours, the minimum. You couldn't wait that long. You know, maybe the flight's longer. I don't know. A day? Let's say a day. You couldn't wait a day. To go to the smoke shop, or go to the CBD, or, you know, where, where the, like I said, I don't smoke, I don't know, I don't, you know, to go to them places, go to the dispensary, <laughs> you couldn't wait a day, it's that addicting, that's a problem, and like, you know, like I was talking about Greg Hart, to like, reevaluate his fighting. You know what I'm saying? What he wants to accomplish in the mixed martial arts world. Brittany Griner's got to reevaluate what she wants to accomplish in life. She's already accomplished a lot. She can still accomplish more. Or maybe she doesn't want to accomplish more. That's fine. If you don't want to accomplish more. Right? Some people are content at what they've done. And then maybe she's content in what she's done in her life. But if you're going to go down in life, you can't go down over hashish and, and oils Now she probably spent less than $100 on. That's not worth five to ten years of your life, in my personal opinion. You have to be more intelligent than that. That's the point I'm trying to make. <sighs> Like I said, didn't wanna talk about it, but everybody it's been popping up on news. And I just put on the news and it was, it was like the first thing I'm like, "Oh right, wow, I guess I guess this is like a big thing. Everybody's talking about it. All right then. <laughs> so, I guess I gotta talk about it. Um but I did wanna leave you with some motivation. We're gonna make the motivation quick. You know. Um you know, sometimes we get put in a position. Not to put in a position. It, it, it it's a it's position you put your mind in. When you you know you you know, you know the old saying looking for love in all the wrong places. You know what I'm saying? And then we alienate alienate the people that do have uh love for us and we you know, and we take advantage of them and we you know, we don't show them appreciation. Listen, yo. Right. That's one of the things that you you can't do. Um you know what I'm saying? Uh my you know i lost my dad uh when i was 11 um you know his birthday was march 3rd his birthday um you know just passed uh obviously um you know you know he would have been 69 years old you know um i'm only saying this in the in the sense of you know like i like said the you know you know, as I can't tell them I love him, can't tell my mom I love them. You know what I'm saying? Don't, so I'm saying, in the sense of don't take advantage of the people that you have around you. Let them know that you love them. Let them know that you care about them. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, and don't take them for granted. You know, just because you're like looking for love in new places and things of like that. Like I said, don't take advantage of the good people. That you already have in your life. Oh, they'll always be around. That's so and so. They'll always be around. Cause you don't know that. They might not always be around. You know what I'm saying? They might see you taking advantage of them and move elsewhere. Oh no, If this dude, yo, my friend only come around when he needs this and he needs that. Or they might just pass away. You know? Like in my situation. You know? So, like I said, it's, it's, don't take advantage of the people that that you got love for. Let them know that you got love for them. And sometimes they don't know that you that you got love for them. You know what I'm saying? So let them know. Um that you got love for them. You know, let them know once at least once in a while. Like, hey, yeah, I respect you, and you know what I'm saying? And I got nothing but love for you, man. Like, you've done a lot, and I appreciate you. Let them know. Because, like I said, in my situation, I can't do that. This is Rock 25. So with the craziness, and remember, be great at everything.